everybody. Good morning to you, to yours, to everybody that you know. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Made it through a short week, Big J. It is Friday, the 11th day of September 9-11, my friend. 19th anniversary. It's uh, crazy. It's crazy to think the next year will be 20 years. 20 years, dude. Yeah. Uh, But uh, obviously, it's a day of remembrance and a day of... I mean, just rehashing. I mean, every year you go through what happened, where were I, what, what was I doing, what was going on. You were here, right? No, uh, at the beginning, no, I was, um, I was running. Uh, I, I overslept a little bit, and I woke up to uh, a, a couple phone messages from my sister, who at the time was living in Salt Lake with my mom. My mom was supposed to fly in that day, and I called her and uh, see what's going on. And she's like, "Well, uh, all the flights have been canceled." Yeah. I'm like. What? What do you mean? All the flights. And uh, that's when I found out what was going on and, you know, headed into work. Yeah, yeah. What a mess. So I have, you know, I mean, you know, my mom was supposed to come in that day. And, you know, so I have thoughts about my mom and just uh, that whole crazy, uh, crazy thing. And it just, uh, it's, yeah, it's mind-bending. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That it was 19 years ago today that the, uh, the terrorist attacks happened, but... Uh, today is a day that we will get a life lesson from Big J. We will also have a chance for you to qualify for that ATV that we are giving away next month. We want to get you qualified. That'll happen with Pop Culture Smackdown. All sorts of other fun and excitement will take place during the show today, as well as music. That's what we're known for. That's what we'll play. We'll start it out with Bush. It's Machine Head here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. A little over 300 confirmed and probable cases reported yesterday for COVID-19. The total number of cases has reached 34,617. Ada County was right back to the state's hotspot, adding 52 cases to their total. Canyon County second, 35. Bonneville County, 32. One death reported in uh, Nez Pierce County as well. Statewide total to 407 there. Uh, testing and positivity rates were not released yesterday. I don't know why. Information has some, become scarce. Yeah, since some counties weren't reporting. Um, taking it away for the CDC. So that's why. Uh, it's it's uh, the accuracy is questionable at best for these things. But uh, if we want to talk about coronavirus themed issues that the Treasure Valley is having, we can focus on the West Ada School District. For those of you that have children in the school district, like I do, you knew that the uh, the virtual schooling since it started on Monday or Tuesday, excuse me, has been. Hmm, bad difficult uh they have uh issues with getting connected connectivity issues are almost constant with the laptops that they have been issued or that you have been using and so the uh district board of trustees had a special session session yesterday at 6 p.m to meet virtually about what the hell is going on with the connectivity issues in the district and during the meeting uh basically they heard from a representative from the network provider that said listen uh you know right now we have 47,000 people signing into the VPN to do this learning. And Hello. that's the issue, is uh, the VPN is getting overloaded, and once it hits this magic number and goes over it, that's it. It just goes home to mama, as you say, Big J. And so that's the issue. And so what they've decided to do is they feel like they've found a patch to fix it, but all the school district technology equipment that they gave out needs to be updated in order for this to happen. So... The idea is next week, bring in half the students on Monday, update their laptops, 
and then send them home. The, uh, on Tuesday, bring in the other half of the students, update their laptops, and then hopefully everything will be completely fixed and upgraded, and along with the patch that they're going to put in this weekend, too. What we're asking the IT people to do is ridiculous. And no, no company, I think, has 50,000 people that are going to be signing into a VPN anywhere, anytime. And so this is one of those things where two things happen. One, uh, there are going to be issues. And two, um, you know, this is going to push technology to a new level where, it, you know, obviously there's going to be a need for it one way or another. And that's a good thing. But, you know, everybody's got to be patient. It's got to be so hard to be a parent right now with a kid in school because of the frustrations and, and all those things, man. It's just... It's rough all around. And that's that's kind of why I can't get mad at the school district. Well, of it's course, you're not disappointed. Their fault. What are they supposed to do? Well, that, that's the other part of it is they're, they're, the, the, the goalpost has been moved. Like, I mean, listen, if, if we had said in June, hey, guys, we're not going to be ready for the kids to go back to school by the time school rolls around. We need to prepare for this. But we didn't. As Idaho, as a state, we kept doing things in two-week increments. And we're still doing it in two-week increments. About whatever level we're at in two-week increments, meaning things can change from two weeks to the next. And so there's no reason to plan out four months in advance when you don't know what's going to happen in two weeks. Because that's the way the governor has decided to do things. And so, you know, when you are, you know, basically going, okay, it's clear now we're going to be in, you know, level four again for the next two weeks that means we got to prepare for virtual schooling at least to kick off the school year and so you know on top of all that the fact that we keep doing things in such short amounts of time makes it difficult for anybody to plan ahead for anything and so yeah i think they kind of had an idea that maybe virtual schooling was going to begin but at least here in idaho we've been you know pussyfooting around this whole thing from the word go and so it's been really weird and difficult to plan ahead when things could change in a week from now because last week it was we were putting us on level four for two weeks again. So there's a lot of back and forths that need to be dealt with, and uh, they're dealing with it the best they can. I don't think they're doing this on purpose. They're trying to get the kids the right stuff, and and oh by the way, they had to come up with a ridiculous amount of laptops too. You know. Oh right, yeah. So there's that as well. But they're trying to figure it out. Hopefully by next week it'll be up and running. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Houston Texans 34-20 to last night in the season opening game. I wasn't able to watch a second of it, Big J, so I need your uh, input. Yeah, I mean, I was really surprised. Uh, well, obviously, you know, uh, the two teams uh, have they played each other in the playoffs, and it did not go well for the Texans. And, um, you know, it, it being the first game, no preseason. Uh, this game went pretty dang smoothly as far as the play went, and very few penalties, not something you would you typically see, I think, in, in the beginning of playing an actual full-on game when you haven't had any, you know, opportunity to do that. And, um, you know, I think the Texans' offense is a little, slow to get started and uh, that might be because the the defense of the Chiefs uh, was, was pretty dang good and uh, I think it was a pretty entertaining game. I saw the whole thing all the way through. Mahomes threw for 211 and three touchdowns. Watson had uh, two touchdowns and ran for another one uh, and uh, the Chiefs running game looked pretty good as well last night. Uh, they did have a moment of silence for the fight for equality. I mean, and they heard booze. <laughs> I don't know what to do, man. I mean, they didn't even do yeah, anything who crazy. Who during the United? They, they all they did was go on the field, and and both teams were were you know um, holding each other's arms, and and there was silence. And I don't understand they booed why. It. I don't why know. boo that? So and before that, they had the national anthem, and then they had this other song that's a, an African American hymn. Lift that, every voice and sing. Yes, and and so uh, the Texans stayed in 
the locker room during that period of time, and the Chiefs were out there, and uh, it's weird, man. That part is weird. Lakers beat the Rockets last night, one ten to one hundred. LA is up in the series, three games to one. Stars over the Knights last night, three to two. Dallas is up in that series, uh, two games to one. Saturday Night Live returning this fall on NBC. Full production details, including safety measures, being kept up there under wraps for now. But the show will go on excuse me, October third at ten thirty. Idaho time, so we don't have a guest host or musical guest just yet, but just know that October 3rd is the season premiere for SNL. Lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, Nick, I've, I've had it up to here, man. And, you know, at some point, we all have to take some personal responsibility. I get that about health. And uh, in, in particular, uh, we get information about uh, the bad stuff that's out there. And you have to make a decision on what you want to do. And I'm not even talking about Rona, Nick. Okay. I'm I'm talking about a study from the University of South Australia. And, you know, we know red meat isn't that great for you, okay? It's worse for your heart. And it says here that, you know, it causes um, uh, heart disease, stroke, diabetic complications. But this new study has taken and pushed things over the edge, Nick, because it says that those factors are made worse... By grilling said meat. Oh, Not, really? Yeah, instead of just putting it in an oven or putting it in a frying pan, but grilling it. How? How? Seared at high temperatures, Nick, it produces chemicals that may increase the risk of those things. Compounding these issues. And and then when you see stuff like this, I'm like, listen, I've had enough. I've had enough. I get it. I understand that it's not the best thing for me, and I don't do it every day. But you know what? Every now and then, you just want a grilled piece of meat. Yeah. Because you're a man. Yeah. An anchor man. Well, I don't know. Or that. a woman. And happens to enjoy barbecuing. I mean, that's the American way. Especially Fourth of July. It's whatever we're all doing. Grilling hot dogs and hamburgers and... You know, uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where you just got to laugh and be like, listen, well, I get it. You know, some things aren't that great for us, but at the same time, what's the point? I mean, if we if we get ourselves into shell and we only uh, live plant-based free lives, it's not going to be any fun. I mean, you tell me that Tom Brady enjoys the food that he eats on a regular basis? I don't know. You'd have to ask Tom. No, he's I- lying. He's a liar. Okay. And I know plenty of wonderful vegans. They're wonderful. But if you're telling me right now you prefer... Uh, the a, a made-up cheese sauce versus a real cheese sauce. Come on, let's get. Well, I, I enjoy eating healthy sometimes, especially if I don't have to um, make it. But uh, and it feels good to eat healthy, but at the same time, it doesn't taste as good. And for whatever reason, the good Lord made it that way. I don't know. But yeah, I think at this point uh, nobody's eating red meat because they, it's healthy. You know what I mean? Right, There's right. There's not a soul on this we, earth. We've that. left that behind, especially when we bring in the word bacon, and that t- causes people to go kooky. You know, they'll put bacon on anything and turn it into candy, all those sort of things. And we get it. Uh, some things aren't that great for us, but, you know, at some point we got to live life, and it's a microcosm of things. And uh, the life lesson here is understand the risks and do what you can to mitigate them that's the right way to do things but you still have to enjoy life and you can relate that to what's going on right now in our current health crisis uh, or you can do it towards you know having a nice grill out every now and then 
Maybe not every night. But once in a while, you want a steak that's got sear marks on it. Are you challenging me to all out life? Yes. All right. We'll see what happens. Turn you into a psychosocial. There's your life lesson, courtesy of Big J, as we head into the weekend. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, we are nothing if not predictable, Big J. We do not want our kids to come into this world born under a bad cloud, you know? Yeah, wait. Wait until everything clears up. <laughs> That's not exactly what I meant. Oh, but okay. uh, when it comes to naming our children. Oh, yeah. And as you are well aware, if you are anywhere on the Internet, one of the, the worst things you can call somebody right now because of the state of the world that we live in is a carrot. Yeah, who decided that? I'm not sure. It's it's Karen and Kyle's. It's like the whitest name possible. Thank God it, they didn't name it Big J's. Don't be a Big J. Well, people do say that. What? But the baby name Karen is dropping off in popularity. Nobody's naming their baby daughters Karen anymore, according to the Social Security Administration. Why would you? The agency recently released a list of the most popular baby names in America, plus new statistics on how many other names have trended through the last year. And the names Olivia, Emma, Ava, Sophia, Isabella... Anything ending in A, really, remain popular. Well, Karen has taken a tumble. Goodbye. It uh, it fell to the 617th most popular name for girls. Uh, the SSA says that's the lowest ranking for the name Karen since the year 1930, when it actually peaked in popularity in 1965. Uh, the term Karen, of course, if you were to define it, how would you define it, Big J? I, I don't even know anymore oh. because here's the thing: uh, one side uses it to, to explain something, and then the other side takes it, so it has no meaning. Uh, that's not true, according <clears throat> to the Social Security Administration. Oh, oh. Uh, they say that Karen is now often used to describe a white, usually middle-aged woman, thought to be acting entitled or exercising some sort of privilege that she hasn't earned. And so there's that. That's I mean, how they define sides, it. Here. But what's that? I've seen both political sides use it. Yeah, no, everybody's so using it, but here's the here's the point. It's not used in a good way. Right. It doesn't matter who's using it. Yeah. It's not used in a good way, which is why the name is tumbling in popularity. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Texans last night 34-20 to in the NFL season opening game. Two teams played at Arrowhead Stadium before a socially distanced crowd of about 17,000 people. How did it look and sound with the crowd? Weird? Did it sound okay? You know, I didn't notice it. Well, the, the, first of all, it, it's not like the NBA. Where there is seventeen, there were seventeen, almost seventeen thousand people there. Yeah. So you had some sort of fan noise going on, and you know you had the familiar voices: Chris Collinsworth, Al Michaels. So I mean, it, it sounded totally normal. Did they show the fans or no? Yeah, they did. Were they spaced out? Uh, some of them were, but you know, but here's the thing: the fans that came together, you know, they're they're seated in you know family and people they're seated together, like normal. Some of them were wearing masks, some of them weren't. I mean, what you'd expect. Patrick Mahomes threw for 211 yards and three touchdowns, uh, and it was pretty cool to see them put it all together and not as sloppy as people had anticipated. So uh, we'll see. There's still a lot of football to be played this week. I was really surprised. Yeah, uh, these are two you know pretty good teams too. That helps. Uh, you know they both made right. the playoffs last year. It's not like year. the Packers and the, and the Chicago Bears playing each other. How dare you! Lakers beat the Rockets 110 to 100. LA up in that series three games to one. Stars over the Knights three to two on the ice. Dallas leads that series two games to one. Rest in peace to Deanna Rick, Big J. She has passed away at the age of 82. 
Uh, Rig is best known for her TV roles. She, of course, was uh, the star of the Avengers British TV series in the 60s. Yeah. Then later on uh, to uh, playing Game of Thrones is one of the most popular characters on that show. And she also played Tracy Bond in her On Her Majesty's Secret Service. She also earned a Tony for starring in 1992's Medea and a, the staging of Stephen Sondheim's musical Follies. And she was a uh, incredible actress and a long-standing Hollywood uh, star. And so, congratulations that, to her. Was that Medea's Halloween, or no? Medea, unrelated to the Tyler Perry Medea that you know and love today. <laughs> so, rest in peace to Diana Rigg. I had sure. no idea that that um, you know that she uh, from the tie, the the Game of Thrones uh, a version. I had no idea that was her from James Bond. Same person. Yeah, Same amazing. Actress. I'm an idiot. Had quite the career. Morning after. I don't with know nothing about James Bond. Nick ah! and Big J. There's your important stuff. Big J on 100.3. The X rocks. Big J, we are going to Junction City, Oregon for today's We're Going to Hell story. Man, tough. I don't think I had to tell you that the uh, the world's on fire. Especially in Oregon. In more ways than one. But in this particular way, in Oregon, literal fire. And California as well, there's some wildfires around Idaho. I mean, listen, the whole west coast of the United States has got wildfires left, right, and center. Which is why it takes a special kind of dumb to do what 48-year-old Milton Moran did. No, Milton. Uh, He got arrested, Big J, because he went right into the middle of a wildfire area, right? Yeah. On his motorcycle and just started shooting off fireworks. Oh, brilliant. In the middle of a place that's already burning, he's just shooting off fireworks, mortar-style fireworks, from his motorcycle, driving down the road. Officials responded to the area just north of Junction City for a report of illegal fireworks when the investigation revealed that the subject ignited a couple and then left the area on a motorcycle prior and then lit some while he was on the motorcycle as well. Uh, when police arrived on the scene, they couldn't find him, but they immediately found him in a nearby store. Police said Moran admitted to lighting the fireworks and acknowledged that he knew very well how dangerous it was in the middle of the wildfire and that it was very dry conditions, but he, quote, didn't care. Huh. Additional fireworks were taken from his residence as well when they searched it. Basically, the uh, the firework was ignited, they estimate, about 10 feet away from where the current wildfire was in Junction City, and very close to a carpentry shop and another residence as well. So, I don't know what he's trying to do. Burn down stuff? What? Crazy. He was arrested for in charge with two counts of reckless endangerment of another person and driving while felony suspended. He couldn't even legally drive the motorcycle he was on. So there's also that. But, yeah, listen. Uh, no fireworks in the middle of a wildfire, guys. Not a smart play. I mean, clearly he's deranged. Yeah, you would think so. Well, I don't care. I don't care about your fire. Or I'll go ahead and risk people's lives for fun. Are fireworks fun, Big J? I mean, for some people, yeah. Love them. For Mr. Moran, they were not so much anymore as he's now in jail because of them, but still. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. On the way, the next reboot in a series of reboots. We'll let you fill you in on the X-Rocks. Stone Temple Pilots and Creep here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Everything old is new again, and we have another reboot 
that has been announced. This one coming to Disney Plus. And if you grew up watching TV at all in the late 80s and early 90s, at some point, whether you watched all the episodes or some, or even were plugged in a little bit to the pop culture world, you're familiar with Doogie Howser, MD. Yes, Big J. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, starring Neil Patrick Harris. NPH. Uh, getting his start as a very smart young man. That ended up becoming a medical doctor as a young teenager, graduated from Harvard, all sorts of stuff, and would always type into his computer journal at the end uh, so that you had a little life lesson at the end of every episode. A little bit of self-reflection that taught him how to be a better person and a better teenage genius, I believe. Yeah. So there were life lessons to be learned and also a show about a medical doctor. And everybody basically, the shows are the same. Everybody that went into the hospital uh, would refuse to work with or deal with Doogie Hauser because he's only like 14. How? What could he possibly know about uh, their medical problems? And then slowly but surely, Doogie would prove himself to the to the patient, and then the patient would thank them for saving their lives. It only the ran for four seasons, though. Yeah, only on for a little bit. But it's coming back to TV. Disney Plus has given a 10-episode straight-to-series order to a comedy, they're calling it. I would say that Doogie Howser was more of a drama, right? Back in the day? No, I didn't feel it was that much of a But it wasn't drama. a sitcom or a comedy, either. Right? At least it straddled mm. the line. I... But, you know, I fairly remember more of a comedy is really? yeah, a drama. Uh, either way, it's called Doogie Kamahola, MD. And it's a reimagining of the ABC series. The project uh, reboots the, movie, the show as a female this time around. It's set in modern-day Hawaii. And the name, of course, is uh, Doogie Kamahola, followed by Lahea. Doogie is her nickname, Kamahola. She's a 16-year-old girl that is juggling a budding medical career and life as a teenager and being a genius. Of course, she has to deal with issues with her family as well. Her mom is a supervisor at the hospital. And then her dad is kind of like a local boy slacker that's trying to accept that his daughter is uh, no longer his little girl. So there's some family issues. Uh, and, of course, we'll see what ends up happening. And, uh, you know, Doogie Hauser pretty much became synonymous with anybody that was smart as a kid. A little Doogie Hauser kind of thing. Well, yeah, your your life runs parallels with Doogie Hauser. It does Hauser. not. It never has. You both graduated from high school very early. Doogie went into Hauser college. graduated at high school at, like, 10. Became doctors? No, that never happened with me. Never was a doctor. Didn't want to be a doctor. Hmm. Uh, I just want to know who's going to play Vinny on the show. You know, the the smart, that was the comic relief in the show. The wisecracking uh, teenage friend who was played by a 23-year-old man. <laughs> in Creepy. The in the show. Uh, but, I mean, uh, the credit where credit's due. I mean, NPH did disappear for a while, but then has come back uh, in full force. And strong, done pretty strong. well. And, and Vinny, Max Capella, never went away. I mean, dude was on The Sopranos. He was uh, He's on The Marvelous Mrs. Mizelle, who's won a bunch of Emmys. And so he's doing too pretty good for himself, too. So we'll see who the wisecracking sidekick is, but just look for the new Doogie Howser MD coming soon to Disney <laughs> Plus for you. Uh, I thought you were going to say something. Nah, I was just laughing about the fact that you and Doogie have so much in common. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Some important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's amazing, Big J. Sometimes you grow up wherever that may be in this beautiful world of ours. And a lot of people find themselves saying, man, I just can't wait to get out of this podunk town, dude. Yeah. Show this world what I got, what I'm made of. Make a name for myself. Let the people back home go, you know what? I knew that dude back when. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one way to 
pretty much guarantee you ain't going anywhere. Get married, my friend. That's according to the yeah, census. Yeah, that'll ruin dreams. No, no, no. That's not what it meant. Yeah. It just meant you're going to stay put much more likely yeah. than uh, the other way around. Exactly. About one-third of American couples were married to someone who was from the same state and usually same city they were born in and subsequently still live there, according to the Census Bureau. The finding is based on data the agency collected back in 2018 and about 34.1% Slightly lower than how many same-state couples the U.S. had in 1900. 41%. Back then, nobody traveled anywhere, Big J. Because you usually had to walk places to get there. You understand? Yeah. The first year data was collected about this kind of stuff. Between 1940 and 1950, the U.S. had the highest rate of married couples who hailed from and continued to live in the same state. But now it's happening a lot more often than it had since those years in the 1950s, which is pretty impressive. Meaning, either people like where they are, or... Marriage makes them stay put. Beats them down. <laughs> yeah, I think you're taking this part too negative. Oh, oh I mean, it's wonderful. I'm not, sure. I'm not sure if there's some personal issues you need to get out, but I just think people like to, you know, when they when they set up roots, that's exactly what it means. You know, marriage, family, kids, school. Marriage. Job, all that kind of stuff. It's all there, baby. It's all there. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Texans last night 34-20. to Does Kansas City look like they're going to repeat as Super Bowl champions, in your opinion, Big J? I mean, this is just the beginning, and they look pretty sharp offensively. Pat- so, yeah. Pat Mahomes <laughs> threw for 2-11 and three touchdowns in the victory for the defending Super Bowl champions. Congratulations to them. Full slate of NFL games coming up on Sunday. Hopefully you'll be able to enjoy some of them. Lakers beat the Rockets last night by 10 they're up three games to one in that series, and then the Stars ended up beating the Golden Knights 3-2 to two in overtime. Dallas is up in that series two games to one. Are you excited for yet another Blumhouse kind of reimagining? If you're not familiar with what Blumhouse is, they are a movie studio that has done a lot of things, mostly in the horror genre, where they take things that maybe you're familiar with and morph them into a little bit more of a scary situation. Uh, they did it earlier this year with uh, The Invisible Man. They've had, uh, they also released Fantasy Island, which they turned into a horror reimagining. And now they're doing the same thing with Freaky Friday. Big J. Freaky Friday! This is directed by Christopher Landon, but it is uh, the guy who directed Happy Death Day, which was a pretty big hit for the studio. And now he's back with his take on Freaky Friday, just called Freaky. And it's going to release on November 13th, and this one may interest you, Big J. Even though you're not a fan of regular horror movies. Tell me why, Nick. The star of the movie? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. And have you? did you watch the trailer? I haven't watched the trailer, but I've read about it. So it's basically Vince Vaughn is a serial killer, right? Right. And he uh, tracks down a victim, and in the process of attempting to kill that victim, they switch bodies, blah, blah, blah. And so it's kind of like a horror comedy, so if you will. Because Vince Vaughn, is there, there's some funny parts in it. They're trying to be funny. Okay. So uh, obviously Vince Vaughn, now the serial killer, is inside this teenage girl's body that he was trying to kill. And this teenage girl finds herself in Vince Vaughn's body, who is a serial killer. And she has all sorts of body parts and stuff and weird people that he's taken hostage. Junk. She's in got his, junk all of a sudden now. In his house. And so it is the, uh, the, the much more horror equivalent of Freaky Friday. For, so it's, it's like the horror version of Big. Yeah, or uh, vice versa, or like father, like son. However, whatever fallen body switching movies that Denzel Washington movie. 
mean, it was a demon going into people. Azazel. Azazel. Morning after with Nick. Good pull, man. <laughs> Big J. Only because my friend and I reference Azazel all the time. Uh, you got yourself a little bit of uh, pop culture smackdown. Speaking of which, on the way, you're going to want to hold on for that. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, let's have some fun and let's get somebody qualified for an awesome brand new CF Moto Z Force 800 Trail UTV from Birds of Prey Motorsports. It is an awesome vehicle. You get out there and have some fun. And of course, you just need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. We'll get you qualified with a fantastic morning after care package that includes an X Rocks face covering and a 25th anniversary X Rocks sticker. And then uh, next week, we'll, we'll, we'll throw it to me. That's right. Big J will go back to answering questions next week. So, last chance to say you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003. That's the number you want to call if you would like to play. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's your name, please? This is Julie. All right, Julie, you're up first. Good luck. What name are zombies often referred to as in the show Walking Dead? Walkers. Right. Walkers is correct. So, Nick, uh, we'll see how this one goes. If you get this right, I think you're going to run. Oh, no. What game platform was bundled with Tetris upon its U.S. debut in 1989? You mean like system? Yes. What game platform was built, uh, was bundled with Tetris upon its first U.S. debut in 1989? I've got a couple of things that came to my mind, but the first thing that popped into my head the second you answered that que- asked that question was Game Boy, so that's what I'm going to go with. Game Boy's correct. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Julie, which trio of brothers released the song Mbop in 1997? <laughs> it's a tough one. Is it? Yeah, I mean, not everybody's a big into one-hit wonder pop music. Before I knew anything about music. Bop. It says more about you than anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> whatever, man. Um, the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Way before their time. A little bit before the Jonas Brothers. Thank you, though, Julie. We appreciate you playing. Good morning, the X. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there, man. Did you hear Big Jay's question? I did. Is it the Hanson? The Hanson Brothers, right. yes. Yeah. Slap Spe- shot. Speaking of brothers, Nick, uh, singer Pete... And drummer Sam Loeffler of Chevelle kicked out their brother in the band in 2004. What was this bassist's name? What was his name? Uh, I want to say it's I, I, the first thing that popped into my head again was Joe. That is correct. Right. Look at you, man. You're doubting yourself. Debbie, Debbie Doubter. Don't do it. Uh, Birds of Prey starring Margot Robbie is based on which character from the DC Comics universe? Can you say that one more time, please? Birds of Prey, a movie that just came out last year, starring Margot Robbie, is based on which character from the DC Comics universe? Oh, no. Uh, I don't know that. Sorry. Wrong. Apology accepted. Hello, the X. Hello? Hey, here's Big J with your question. Birds of Prey, starring Margot Robbie, is based on which character from the DC Comics universe? Right. That is correct. Nick, what is the favorite show of the boys on South Park? They love they love this particular TV show. What's it called? Terrence and Phillip. That is correct. Right. Which country legend known for Island in the in the Stream and The Gambler sadly passed away in March? Kenny Rogers. Right. That's correct. Nick, 
Our last question here, man. Oh. Which country has the world's longest coastline? Which country has the world's largest coastline? Um, how about Australia? No, no, not wrong. Another guess? Canada? Yep, Canada right. is correct. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all qualified man, for this UTV, and you also right. uh, got a care package coming your way. You hold on tight, dude. We'll get some information from you. And there you have it, your pop culture smackdown for the week. We'll flip slots around to come Monday, and Big J will be answering the questions once again. We will do some headlines next on the X-Rocks. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what you'll have. stuff. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by GoTeamMazda.com. It's a website for Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. Everything you need to get started is right there. Inventory on top of a fresh start payment checkout. You can check your credit that way and the payment calculator. So you can look and see exactly how much everything is. So check out GoTeamMazda.com to get started today. Headlines are as follows. Big J, mistakes were made. The taste really moved him, and that's insane. Mistakes were made. This is weird. Uh, Berks County in Pennsylvania. Somebody is going to have to pay three quarters of a million dollars to resolve an issue involving nearly three decades of the city making a mistake. You see, they uh, forgot to bill this tenant for water service for the last 30 years. And because of the agreement that was announced yesterday, they require both a bunch of people to pay $375,000 from the county, right? Yeah. And then lump sum payments within 30 days after being approved by the city council and the R-A-W-A. The tentative settlement comes 19 months after an investigation of a possible water leak led to the discovery of two water meters in the basement of a service center in downtown Reading, Pennsylvania. Officials say they found the one of the two meters that had not been measured and billed since the building was constructed way back in the early, early 90s. And that estimated their loss to be about $1.5 million because they forgot the bill. The tentative settlement of uh, $750,000 will satisfy, satisfy the account for the unbilled in full, according to officials. But still, wow. that's a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. Got to remember to uh, make sure, like, you know, the, it's one of those things where you're like, wow, hey, I haven't paid that bill in a while. Maybe they forgot about it. They haven't. They just, somebody dropped the ball and it will eventually get picked up and then it'll screw you over in the long run. So look out. Keep that in mind. The taste really moved them and that's insane. That's insane. Lockdown restrictions in the UK were so strict, Big J, that people resorted to do-it-yourself dentistry. Oh, and, and wait, the UK? Yeah. Well, that can't be that different what they got going on anyways. A poll carried out by the Association of Dental Groups found that a quarter of household had somebody who at least to do some kind, somebody at least tried to do one kind of home dental procedure. In fact, a whopping 7.6% of people actually tried to extract their own tooth, like freaking Tom Hanks and Castaway. An expert told The Sun that pulling your own tooth usually does more harm than good because it allows a bunch of harmful bacteria into the bloodstream and increases the likelihood of infection and also future cavities. So uh, don't pull your own teeth is what it boils down yeah. to. Duh. I mean, I know that, that somebody out there is going, yeah, that's what the dentist wants you to believe, but I mean... <laughs> Don't pull your own teeth, you guys. Ugh. No good. No good. I can't even imagine. I mean, I- I'm only—I'm guessing that there had to be a significant amount of pain there, right? It's it, very significant. It, it had to be like a castaway situation before you'd even attempt 
to try this on your own. Like what? An emergency. Yes, exactly. But still, no. No. We'll wrap it up with the taste really moved him. 94-year-old Sweet Economy recently asked the Oakley Funeral Home in Virginia if he could be buried in a casket painted to resemble a pack of Juicy Fruit Gum. Your thoughts on Juicy Fruit Gum, Big I don't. It's been a long time since I've tried it, so... Delicious. The economy developed a love for Wrigley's chewing gum while serving in World War II and brought his love of Juicy Fruit home with him. Economy was hospitalized with a heart condition about three weeks ago, and his condition is said to be improving, but now he started planning for his final goodbye, and he has decided that when he does decide to go, he wants to go in a casket that looks like the chewing gum he's been chewing for the last 50 years of his life. And while uh, Wrigley's initially said, hey, man, no, no, they've got enough pressure about it on Facebook that they have finally doubled down and said, okay, that's fine, I guess. The vice president of Wrigley's uh, called a few days later to give him permission to put the logo on the casket. The president of Juicy Fruit Gum, much be sweet gig if you can get it, reached out the next week saying that he, he wants to give him some products and send him some stuff. And so apparently uh, the family received about 250 gigantic packs of Juicy Fruit Gum. Jeez. And are now searching for an artist to paint his casket. So he's going to get buried in a pack of Juicy Fruit. What a treat. Uh, here's what I remember about Juicy Fruit. Uh, the initial taste is fantastic, and it's over in like three seconds. That's what I remember about it. Uh, so I wish him well. That's quite the dedication. If you could get buried in any kind of uh, product casket, what would it be, Big J? Uh, I, I, I don't. You don't have I don't one? Care, I don't care. No no, no product that you're, uh, you know. What, what good does it do you? Well, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. But neither does any casket, really. Right. So I don't really give a damn. I'm getting cremated. Well, then what do you want your little cremation jar to be? Um, Coffee can from Ralph's? Yeah. All right, we'll make it happen. Refolders. Ralph's is the store. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. That is The Who and Jacoby Shaddock's Wolf Totem here on 100.3 The X Rocks. As you well know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, we are the official morning show of Robots. We talk a lot about robots taking over things, about the uh, the rear, the future of civilization is headed, and usually that means us talking about some weird sex robot thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we already yeah. know that, <clears throat> that robots are coming for the sex industry. That goes without saying, but... As they should be. What if I told you robots were coming for the nursing home industry next, Big J? Oh, dude. The coronavirus pandemic has made it pretty challenging for regular people to check in on older people in our lives, but... What if there was a more mechanical way to do things? Apparently, robots, in particular, uh, Seacom's My Spoon Robot that can feed people, uh, Sanyo's Electronic Bathtub Robot that will wash people, will not only take care of the elderly, but also provide companionship. Oh, no. I think you're great. The most well-studied robot, Pero, comes in the form of a baby harp seal. It can respond to words, touch, and reduce loneliness, depression, agitation, blood pressure, even the need for some medications. But they're in a similar, like, uh, companion robots that take the form of dogs or cats. These are the things that can help people feel companionship. And then they've got a robot that feeds them, a robot that bathes them, a robot that could help them get around. I mean, what are we talking about here, Big J? Uh, yeah, it sounds like, uh, good. We don't have to worry about our old people anymore. I think Put them off with a robot. I think we've already forgotten about them, sadly. Uh, but 
it does seem like it, it is, I don't know, man, it's still a very cold way of going about things. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally see. I, I can see where it would come in uh, handy for uh, to help out here and there, but it, 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 the end game seems like very dark. Right, right. And then once again, they become, you know, sentient and they start to decide that they want to overthrow humanity. Then our old people are the first people that get it, and I feel bad about that as well. Or the old people lead them. <laughs> you know, like it's like it's uh, you mean they short turn circuit, the people? but it's a senior citizen version. Because oh, I, yeah, I like this idea because the uh, the seniors are so upset that the youth had left them behind and left them with robots. They team with the robots to help take over humanity. Yeah, yeah. All right. And and, and I mean, listen, how many old people you've heard feel like they don't even alive anymore because nobody cares? Is Johnny Five alive? No. <laughs> I mean, all right, all right. I'm seeing where this movie's going. But what's the end? What's the end game? What's the what's the climax? Who wins? I guess. I, I don't know. They they make a trip to the Golden Corral. I don't know. I guess no matter who wins, we all lose. What do old people want? Uh, love, friendship. Jeez. No bed sores, I guess. Oh boy. Morning after with Nick and Big J. can help with that. There's your robot update for the day. We have ourselves some bad impressions coming up next on the X Rocks. Yeah, last corn t-shirt here to hand out for bad impressions. Uh, we will get you set up with that. If you can figure out what we got going on here for bad impressions, we'll line you up with a uh, free shirt from the band Corn, uh, the uh, courtesy of their album, The Nothing, Nick. Last chance for you to upgrade your wardrobe if you want to play a game called Bad yeah, Impression. Paid shirt. Now would be a time for you to be on the phone, 208-287-1003. Breaking down the way Bad Impressions works, it's thusly Big J has prepared three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, it happens in less a lot of times, then you can claim this t-shirt as your very own. They'll send it out to you. You look all pretty. You can put it in your wash, make it clean, and then make it dirty again. Gonna make it clean. And then make it dirty. Hello, the X. How's it going? Good morning, man. What's your name? Ryan. Hi, Ryan. You're up first. Good luck. During my WWE career, I was a champion many times over and had a stint as a rapper as well. Okay, next one. Like The Rock, I've transformed into a superstar actor with movies like Blockers, Daddy's Home 2, and Bumblebee. Okay, next one. You can't see me. <sighs> John Cena. <laughs> yes, good job. Was it the hoo at the end that gave it away? No, it was actually the rapper part. There you go. <laughs> I like that you made him do all three clues. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, much, appreciate it. Hang on one second. We'll get you the uh, T-shirt coming your way. Why is John Cena in the news? He really is following in The Rock's footsteps uh, uh, with movies and now into game shows. Nick, uh, in particular, Wipeout coming to making a comeback. So John Cena and Nicole Byer is going to be uh, host of TBS's revival of the outrageous physical competition series Wipeout. When that show first uh, debuted on ABC, I loved it. I watched it for probably two seasons, and then I got tired of it. Yeah, well, you know, and we talked to, I think, what was it? Uh, we talked to John Hanson John, and yeah. Scott Anderson, both of the hosts of the show. Who did an amazing job. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how this goes. And, of course, all of this coming from, what was it, XTC? The original, <sighs> it was a uh, Japanese game oh, show. Oh, yeah. The, well, extreme, I mean. Extreme something. That yeah, was. Most Extreme Challenge. I yeah. think something like that. Um, and, and, but Wipeout, you know, with the, we've seen the uh, the Holy, um, 
I can't remember. I have to fill in all your blanks? What's yeah, happening Yeah, fill in here? my blanks, man. It's Friday, <laughs> what dude. Are, what are you thinking of? The holy what? The the, the show that's on, uh, on uh, ABC or NBC, the, the mini golf. Oh, I don't know. You watch that show, not <laughs> me. I I can't yeah, no, damn it. Holy moly? Holy moly, Is yeah, with Rob Riggle okay. and uh and uh Joe Testator. Uh so I mean in this vein of just kind of outrageous weird crazy game show stuff, I mean it's uh it's fun. It makes sense that it's coming back um as they continue to kind of reshuffle everything. But those that have missed Wipeout, I mean it's got two separate channels on Pluto, the app that you can watch. That's 24/7 Wipeout TV. And then there's like Wipeout Canada that you can watch too. So it's it's got a whole bunch of different shows and a whole bunch of different things. But the the fun of Wipeout obviously was the Wipeouts. But the hosts is what made it fun, making fun of, pointing out, having you know good time with the contestants. Yeah. And John Cena and Nicole Nicole Byer are certainly very good at that. She the host had nailed it on on Netflix. If you yes. haven't watched that, that's fun. So you have a chance to check it out, and it will be coming soon to a TV near you. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. Marilyn Manson, we are chaos. Wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J, which also could be described as chaos times. Thank you for joining us on this Friday, wrapping up a, a short week of shows. We appreciate it very much. Shared our thoughts on 9-11 to start the show. We also had a chance to uh, do a little bit of robot talk today. We talked about a Doogie Howser reboot. Talked about setting off fireworks in the middle of a wildfire. Not smart. So it was a fairly busy Friday show. Monday, more chances for you to qualify for the ATV that we are giving away. And uh, as we previously mentioned, Big J will go back to being the contestant on Pop Culture Smackdown on Monday. So something to look forward to. Uh, for the you at least, Big J, less work, which is always nice. Yay! Uh, what leaves you with the floor, sir? Uh, according to Forbes, Nick, uh, they did a survey uh, to find the most passionate fan base in America for NFL teams. Okay. Number one in that list, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they just lost in the finals to the uh, Buffalo Bills in the, the fan polling that they did on Twitter. Fox did it, I guess, or NFL Sunday did that. So Green Bay was number one, and uh, what was number two? Did you know? And and I still don't. I mean, I guess I get it, but New England Patriots. Yeah, I suppose. Well, listen, they uh, stand on an island on their own. And I know, I know that I am a Packer fan, but like you know, when you have a thirty-year waiting list for season tickets, then you can talk to me about being a better fan base. Yeah, nobody else has, right? I mean, you know, your stadium only holds like twenty people, so. You and it's about that. 600 years old. Uh, but it is It doesn't fun. have running water. Uh, it does have running water, but barely. Uh, you have to pull the pump to get it to work. But uh, I was kidding. I didn't know that was real. We'll take it, I suppose. We'll see how what the season brings. Uh, how do you feel as a Niner fan going into Sunday? Terrible. No, I mean, I, I, we'll see how things go. I, I mean, they did. everything is great until you get into the Super Bowl, and then Coach Shanahan's going to just screw it up and, and pr- play prevent offense. So You'll have to go through your, your boyfriend, Tom Brady, in order to get there this year, pal. Good luck. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening. I'm not holding out a lot of hope. I wish for good things. I have no ill will towards anybody on the team, but I feel like uh, they, they it could be a down year for the fighting Packers. But we'll see. We shall see. It's a whole new season, baby. We're all uh, zero and zero. You understand? Yeah, except for the Chiefs are one and zero. Yeah, and the Texans too. They they took a loss. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll see you Monday. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X.